Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. Back at it again, coast to coast. Got a special top five edition, uh, new Big 12 or Big 12, new soon to be SEC. We got the new arena in the background. Um, University of Texas assistant coach, Eric Maligi in the house. Uh, he's been at every single university, probably in the state of Texas almost. Uh, definitely all the high majors. He has a master, he has a master's, a doctorate. And associates, uh, all those things in uh, Texas basketball, but he's coached some of the best. Uh, he's coached for some of the best, and uh, really excited to have him on. He took the time today to hang out with us. He's going to be a head coach, a future Division One head coach. He's going to be great at it. Uh, great dude, known him a long time, and just excited to see him with the burnt orange on. And something about that burnt orange it just seemed like it was right. It was meant to be all along. So excited for him, the new era with. Uh, Coach Beard, and uh, uh, he brought a, a star-studded cast of uh, staff members with him and excited to talk to Coach Malagy uh, from Texas. So I'll let Kevin give his little quick rundown on Texas, and then we'll bring him in. Kevin has him at number two. AP yes, has him at number five. So we're going to talk about Kevin. Why do you have him at number two? I mean, you said star-studded staff. Well, that star-studded staff brought in some star-studded players. I mean, I, I'm excited to watch You know, all these transfers that come in. It's Honestly, it's it's college basketball's great experiment. You know, in, in a world where everyone is going for one and done dudes, they have loaded up on elite college players, guys who will have, you know, will have pro futures without a doubt. But these are these guys are proven college. Players. I'm very excited to see what they can do, and uh, you know, it's, it's an exciting time to be a Texas Longhorn. That's for sure. So excited to talk, chat with him today. Yeah, to get the. Uh to get the alumni, the graduate from Texas, Mr. Beard, to come back uh, away from his Big 12 uh, school that he was at. Uh, so, yeah, we know that game is going to be heated. We may be down there, Yurk. We may be down there in Lubbock just to be there for the for, for the real deal. We may do a college game day coast-to-coast coast, live and in, in person. But uh, we're looking forward to seeing what Texas is going to do. I believe over 100 points per game returning 
uh, if you talk about the transfers. So a lot of points. Uh, that's probably why Sweeney has them number two. Uh, Chris Beard, obviously elite coach, elite staff, and one of their elite staffers is here. So we're going to bring him in. Coach, what up, man? What's going on, fellas? Y'all doing all right? We're doing well, man. Excited to have you on. Excited to have you on, man. How's uh how's life? We got to pull up the picture. How's life as a, as a new dad, man? How is that part of? That's the most important thing we're going to talk about. We know Texas is really good. We know we re we reuniting the family. Uh, but tell us about your family real quick uh, and, and a new member of the family. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank thank you for having me on. Um, uh, fatherhood has been a, a blessing, man. It's you know, I, I can't even really put it into, into words. You know, JJ, he uh, blessed us with his, his presence right in the heat of things. Um, you know, right, he came right in the thick of things in terms of, you know, the season, recruiting, scouting, practice. Um, and so uh, I think he was he was born a couple of days right before official practice. And so my wife, Courtney, and I have just been elated, man. I, it's, he's been a, a blessing to our family. Um, and to our friends and you know it's just been it's been a long road for my wife and i um you know in terms of you know pursuing parenthood and and to uh to have our first child for uh, my son to be born on my late father's birthday uh was very special those brian you know you know my dad and i were best friends and so uh you know just you know to, to have that uh you know as part of my dad's legacy you know it's it's, it's been a, a blessing yeah, some things are just meant to be. Uh, you being a father, I believe, and, and your wife being a, a mother, meant to be. Him being born on your father's birthday to carry that torch. Um, I'm, I'm couldn't be happier for you, man. That's a big time, the ultimate championship right there. So happy for you. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So talk about this team. You're making a move from West Texas. Now you're coming back to to Austin uh, with the star-studded staff, Coach Beard, who obviously you worked for before. What is it like being at the University of Texas? You've been at almost every school. I said that in the intro. <laughs> and I'm saying that yeah. in respect, but you've been in a lot of different places. Uh, I don't think you've worked outside of the state of Texas, if I'm not mistaken. You haven't. So talk um, about what it means to be at the University of Texas. Well, you know, I've always wanted to, uh, you know, be a successful head coach by the age of, you know, you know, at the age of 15, I knew I wanted to coach. And, uh, Originally from Charlotte, North Carolina. So, but when I moved to uh, Arlington, Texas, and you know, Brian, we both started coaching AU at a very young age. Man, it's always been a dream to to, to coach at the University of Texas. Um, and so, uh, it's been it's been more that I've that I've uh, dreamed about. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of excitement goes into this season with this this team that we were blessed to be able to put together. Um, and so. Uh, you know, it's it's been cool. You know, I've I've tried to to work outside of the state. It just hadn't always quite. You know, <laughs> I don't believe that. Tell you, man. I, I mean, I I mean, from the very beginning, man. You know, I you know, um, obviously, I, I got my undergrad degree from Howard University in D.C. and then uh, you know, came back to the state right at home at UTA, and then from there, man, I've been, you know. I've entertained some opportunities outside of the state, but the state won't let me leave, man. And, and the state's been good to to me and my family. So, uh, but very, very blessed. Uh, this team is, you know, it's a work in progress. You know, we, 
we only have one player, Avery Benson, that has played in our system, both offensively and defensively. So um, it's a work in progress from that standpoint. And a lot of talented guys, um, a lot of, uh, you know, sacrifice is kind of the word that we use. You know, um, I think um, our staff sacrificed a lot um, individually uh, for us to all come together uh, on, and, and build what, you know, some people think maybe one of the best, if not arguably the best coaching staff in college basketball. Then, you know, I think our guys you know are, are we're trying to help our guys. Trying to help our guys. You know, um, a lot of experience. I think we may be, you know, the most experienced team in college basketball. But just trying to figure out exactly what, what, what you know, Texas basketball uh, looks like, and you know, trying to figure out what our identity is going to be with this team. Yeah, speaking of the team, we talked a little bit about this uh, a little bit ago on the intro, but um, I believe there's over 100 points per game that you guys have uh, as returning players, not necessarily returning to Texas, because uh, you only have a few players returning to Texas, Courtney Ramey, um, Andrew Jones, and uh, what's my man from Austin? Chase uh, and Brock Cunningham. Chase Fevers, yes, and Brock Cunningham. So four players returning from Texas, but returning to college basketball, you have over 100 points per game, uh, which is one of the reasons why Kevin Sweeney picked you guys second. I know AP Poe has you fifth. Talk a little bit about this roster and the talent. We know Coach Beard is very into details. He's about culture. He's about um, guys having to earn it. I, I heard him on a press conference talk about uh, no one on the roster. I, I think he said this has won an NCAA tournament game yet. So it's like there's still things to be done. Um, yeah. So anyway, talk a little bit about the roster and what needs to be done for you guys to be uh, as great as you want to be. Well, Christian Bishop was an intricate part of Creighton going to the Sweet 16 last year. Yes. Was yes. From them. Um, and so we were very fortunate. Obviously, he had a lot of suitors uh, coming, you know, out of the transfer portal. Um, but these other guys, uh, Benson, uh, he didn't play meaningful minutes necessarily, but he was, you know, he experienced going all the way to the national championship game at Texas Tech and then playing in the Elite Eight. Um, and I think our guys, you know, they, they understand – uh, how we feel about Avery Benson and what he brings to the table. Uh, he didn't come here to, to average 20 points a game, um, but they, they, you know, he embraces his role every day in practice, um, and he allows uh, those guys allow him to help him. Um, he's been really good for uh, our young guys, particularly Jalen Tyson, uh, just helping them kind of understand and close on and off the floor. Uh, but this team is. You know, I, I didn't know that about the points. I do, did know we had 843 Division One games played. Uh, one of my good friends as assistant GM, and he was a former college player, I, to, I told him that. He was like, man, you're, my knees hurt. <laughs> uh, you know, it's so funny. After, after our first close scrimmage, we, we scrimmaged against Houston. And, man, I look back, and, you know, it's the last segment. You know, kind of some of the guys in that last segment that don't normally play as much um, – you know, uh, some of our walk-ons, some of our young players, they were playing those minutes. And, man, I look back and everybody's got ice on. I'm like, golly, man, y'all boys are old, man. So I'm just hoping we can hold up uh, through this season um, and uh, be able to perform. But I, I'm really excited. I know it's a lot of excitement around this team. I'm really looking forward to uh, us tipping off, you know, even tomorrow night. You know, we, we play uh, – um, uh, Texas Lutheran in the exhibition game, uh, November 1st. So it's going to be a lot of, a lot of fun. 
had the, had the guys looking like LeBron in the NBA bubble while walking around with ice <laughs> on their knees. But I mean, obviously, the like the experience factor has to be you know something that's you know valuable you know for for you as a as a coach when you're implementing the new system is that you're not also teaching guys how to work in college basketball. They're guys that have have done it. In many cases, they've led their teams. You know, Timmy Allen was one of the better scorers in the Pac-12. Marcus Carr, one of the best point guards in, in the Big Ten, really in the country. Uh, obviously, Trey Mitchell and DC and all those dudes. Like, what has been the biggest challenge of integrating them into the system that you're trying to build, given the, the experience they have at previous stops in college hoops? Yeah, I think each each player has their own uh, unique challenges. Um you know, but I, I think our goal is to be able to, to uh, you know, Coach always talks about us building relationships quickly and then, you know, win, winning uh, year one. We, we really don't have a, uh, a plan to, you know, to, to win in year three or year four. You know, we tried to we put this team together to compete uh, for a national championship year one. Um, and everybody talks about this transfer portal, but, you know, guys that really understand college basketball, understand Chris Beard is always – been a guy that has complete, you know, complimented uh, younger, talented freshmen, whether it be Zaire and Culver in an Elite Eight run. Um, you know, Kyle Edwards was a very intricate part of that, that team that went to the national championship game. Uh, in that COVID year, we had Ramsey and TJ Shannon uh, and Kevin McCullough. Uh, so we've always had last year, you know, it was Michael Peavy, but we've always had talented freshmen. Uh, but then he's always, you know, uh, you know, blended in that uh, with some proven transfers. And this year, no no different. Obviously, we went a little heavier on the portal uh, than, than normal years just because we got the job so late. You know, it wasn't probably as many high school guys out there available uh, for us to, to sign uh, that we thought could have come in and make an immediate impact on our team. So, uh, but everybody was brought here for a reason. Uh, we actually took, took our guys through the journey of why everybody is on this team and what purpose they serve. Um, and so I got, you know, we, 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 we didn't just stockpile talent, man. We, we put together uh, a team and I'm, I'm excited uh, for the world to be able to see what these guys can do both offensively and defensively. And I think, I think our, our fan base will be very, very excited about the product. And we can't mention some of these names cause they're not signed yet, but uh, I can tell everyone and everyone watching this probably knows that, uh, uh, in, in 2022, it's going to be obvious that Chris Beard can recruit freshmen to Texas. Let's, let's <laughs> that uh, look, looking at some of these guys, you know, especially in the backcourt, you know, Marcus Carr and, and Devin Askew, both of those guys have, I think, been through a lot in their college basketball journeys from different reasons. You know, the thing I've heard a lot about Devin this summer and fall is how much he's worked as a defender. You know, can you talk about, you know, the transformation for him from – some of the struggles he dealt with last year at Kentucky to, you know, now being a, an integral part of what you guys are trying to build here at Texas. Yeah, baby Dev, man. I, I, I love, um, you know, this the tenacity he brings every day uh, in practice. He's competitive. Um, and, know, oh, Devin's playing really within himself, man. I'm, I'm happy for him, you know, just playing confident. He's going to be a big reason um, uh, while we win. Uh, he's – a guy that, that challenges, and whether it's Marcus Carr or Courtney Ramey, uh, those guys every day, um, and um, just brings a, a level of uh, professionalism every day of practice. Um, and so, uh, his best his basketball his best basketball is ahead of him for sure. You know, uh, this would typically this would have been his 
his freshman year, you know, uh, Kev. And so I think a lot of people, uh, you know, forget about that. The fact that, you know, there's a guy that, you know, was highly touted that reclassed up. And I think that experience at Kentucky last year uh, is going to really pay dividends uh, for Devin Asti moving forward. Um, and then Marcus Carr, obviously, we, we know how good he is. Uh, you know, he's one of the best, like you said, point guards in college basketball last year. He's a guy, too, that, you know, um, is, is buying into the defensive end of the ball. Um, and, you know, uh, Kevin Ball, um, you know, we've tried to recruit that program. Uh, down in Mount Bird, and you know, we, we talk a lot about Marcus. So, you know, every time he takes a charge in practice or gets a deflection, uh, you know, I'm always like, Man, we got to pull that clip and send that to Coach Boyle, man. Coach Boyle says you didn't play defense, but uh, no, it, it's uh, I'm excited, you know, for, in order for us to be the team that we want to be, we've got to be viewed as one of the best defensive teams in college basketball. Um, it starts there, uh, and then offensively, obviously, we have a lot of people that can score and do some things offensively. Uh, but, you know, we've got to be a low turnover team and we got to be a team that plays together and hopefully be one of the best assist teams in college basketball as well. Um, I think we got a lot of shooting. Um, and so I'm you know, excited uh, for Marcus Carr and Devin to really be able to, to bring that out uh, of this group, both offensively and defensively. Uh, you mentioned sacrifice, kind of the necessity of that for you guys to, to reach the success. Uh, that, that you guys want to have. And I, I know B and I were joking about this when it was tweeted by John Rothstein that Chris Beard has given up beer for the, uh, for the year. Uh, and that's something that, that Joe Golding has done with his programs. Can, can you speak to the, this, you know, the physical sacrifices that uh, you might be making or, or some other guys on, on the team might be making uh, beyond yeah. just Chris Beard and beer? Yeah, so, you know, Coach, you know, talk to our guys. We're always trying to put elite in front of our guys every day. And, you know, I think it was, you know, uh, you know, I want to say it was Tom Brady maybe that had gave up, you know, beer uh, for the season. Um, and, I was trying to get your video ready, Coach. My phone. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, no, you know, so you have even some of these NBA players, you know, you've heard uh, alluded to, you know, some of these guys, you know, giving up, um, you know, uh, different, you know, vices uh, through the course of the playoffs. You know, where there's, you know, staying off social media for X amount of time, whatever the case is. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, that that idea of just being able to, to sacrifice something that's going to make you better. For me, it's desserts. I'm, you know, I'm a fat boy. I need to lose some weight. Uh, and so uh, uh, I probably could have gave up some other sacrifices, you know, you know, some other things, too, as sacrifices. But I wanted it. I didn't want it to be fluff. You know, I wanted to do something that I knew I could do. If I would have said burgers, then I would have lost tonight. I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I, I did get wheat bread. Um, and I did no cheese, but uh, I, uh, yeah. So dessert is is mine. I'm 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 gonna do dessert this year as, as my sacrifice. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Sorry for the little bit of the technical difficulties there, coach. We had to get the, the Texas excitement over there, man. Y'all had it rocking over there, man. Uh, <laughs> so talk a little about this. I know there's, you know, it's not necessarily one and dones, and Beard has done such a good job of uh, just kind of having guys that maybe weren't on NBA radars. You named a few at Texas Tech. Um, Jared Culver and uh, Zaire and, uh, and others. Talk a little bit about this team, and you've coached some of the best um, players talent-wise. I'm going to pull up, if you don't mind, I'm going to pull up a little bit of your 
past and some of the guys that you've been able to coach, obviously Beard has, uh, Coach Howard has, Coach Terry has as well, uh, Coach Ogden as well. A lot of pros have come through there. Talk a little bit about how these guys compare to some of the players that you coached personally since you've been around uh, a lot of NBA players yourself. Yeah, I've been I've been blessed. I mean, this is going into my 15th season. I was basketball, so in 14 years, you know, 16 guys that have played in the NBA. Um, you know, it's definitely been a, been a ride. Uh, but I, I, I do think we have, you know, um, a few guys that have opportunity to play at the next level. Um, like we tell our guys all the time, a lot of that's going to be predicated on winning. You know, um, I think all these guys have done. I think Coach Beard said in the press conference maybe two, three weeks ago, man, these guys are these guys they can do uh, individually. Um, but now it's time to win big, you know, and, th and through team system, individual, you know, accolades and success will come, you know. And so uh, you look at that team that Coach Beard had at, um, at, at Tech, you know, that, that lost in the national championship game. You know, Culver, uh, Big 12 player of the year, was end up being a lottery pick. You know, Tariq and Matt Mooney went on uh, as grad transfers and, and signed NBA contracts. Uh, Norris Odiase was on Exhibit 10 contract uh, with the Suns. And, you know, I mean, these are guys that nobody expected to be in the, those conversations. Um, you know, Davide Moretti, who had one of the best uh, shooting years, the best shooting year of any Big 12 player ever. You know, he went 50, 50, 90, uh, 50 from the field, 50 from the three, 90 from the free throw lines. Never happened in Big 12 history. Go for him now to you know, it was, um, you know, we, we think it's, it's one of those things. I think I think our guys get it. You know, they understand that, man, we've got to win, you know, in order for them to get the things they wanted. So one one example, Timmy Allen. I told him, I said, Tia, you know, you're one of three guys to average 17, six and four. The other two guys, Io from Illinois and Kay Cunningham got drafted. Both teams went to the NCAA tournament and they got drafted, you know. Uh, you know, you, you just didn't win as much as you wanted to at Utah. So now it's time. You don't necessarily have to go 17, 6, and 4 here at Texas. Um, but, you know, I think it's, it's time. He'll, he'll have those type of games uh, on multiple occasions. But now it's time to get in that tournament, on the, on, you know, and, and perform at the highest level. So uh, I think uh, it's just one example of many. But I think, you know, through through the tournament, man, all things are possible. Y'all know, man, you know, magical things happen in March, you know, so – uh, just embracing that idea. idea. Yeah, we know that uh, Coach Beard talked about this as he says, uh, you know, he doesn't run from expectations. You know, he's that's why he's there. And obviously you guys are changing to the SEC. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Baylor just won a national championship last year from the Big 12. Coach Beard's led Texas Tech uh, staff that, <clears throat> that you just were on last year, uh, led them to the national championship game. Uh, but you guys also have a little bit, have quite a bit of fun mixed into the culture. Um, but I think we got a little, a little, a little video here of you uh, in the uh, helicopter. If I'm not mistaken, jumping out. Yeah, that was crazy. I can't, I can't, I can't believe I did that. You did. <laughs> you did. Uh, so talk a little about stuff like this. You got the fireside chats. Uh, you got all kind of stuff going on with. With, with the program there. Talk a little about what makes, you know, the fun element of that and the whole concept of reuni reuniting the family. Talk about that, if you don't mind. Yeah. 
Uh, man, we just we we try to have um, just as much fun and more fun than anybody in in, in college basketball. We we think we work just as hard, uh, but you know it, what they they, they say. Uh, uh, the old people used to always say, "Man, all fun and no play make Jack a dull boy." You know, and so uh, just try to have a a little fun with it, man. Um, our staff, you know, led by 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 our managing director Chris Ogden, uh, you know, and James Howard. They probably are uh, two of the silliest people I've ever been around, man. And then you know, I never knew Coach Terry. You work you work with me. He's he's a character too, man. He's hilarious. So. Uh, we have a lot of fun at work and, uh, you know, we work hard, but we, we play hard, too. And so uh, that always uh, just giving us that balance, man, it always makes it fun. So um, I'm, I'm curious about this part, too. So you got Ogden, you got Terry on the staff. <laughs> those guys, I'm sure, are always comparing what they did, either when Ogden was playing or when he was coaching or when RT was coaching. Uh, and then, of course, Beer was there as a student. How much of that trash talk kind of goes around the office about, Oh, this kid, that kid, this team, that team, the whole nine. We hadn't really got into we hadn't really got into that. They, it's, it's really been more like, hey, you know, this is how we do it at Texas. This is how we had level of success. These are some things to maybe think about. Right. Um, you know, when you're recruiting or working at University of Texas. But from that standpoint, you know, it's obviously been very advantageous for us. You know, uh, guys like you know, Jarence, myself. Um, you know, Bob Donawal, this is our first, you know, even Coach Beard, I mean, he was here as a student, but it's different, you know, coming back and coaching here. Um, and so uh, we're always leaning on those guys, even thing, even though things have changed around the, the campus and, and the city a little bit since the last time uh, Ogden and uh, uh, RT were here. Uh, but it's still, uh, it's been very beneficial to have those guys back and to help us kind of navigate the waters. So a couple of new things coming. Talk a little bit about the new arena and talk about uh, the new conference. I know it's not now, and I know there's things in front of that. But next year, you guys have been a new arena, a new conference. Talk a little bit about some of the future of Texas. Yeah, I don't, you know, hadn't been, um, you know, decided on if we'll be in the SEC next year, though, Brian. I don't, I don't know how accurate that is. I think, you know, we're just trying to control what we can control. And then whenever that switch happens, uh, obviously that's a way above my pay grade. Um, uh, but you know, obviously that's in the future as joining the SEC. Uh, the, the new arena will be transcending. Uh, be one of the best basketball venues in all of college basketball. Uh, Moody Center would be. Uh, I predict to be one of the best environments in all of college basketball. Um, it's a four hundred million dollar arena. That's I, I mean, every time I ride by it, going to work, now, it's it's beautiful. Uh, just stopping by. So if you ever ride by thirty five, I challenge you to kind of pull off and just kind of see. Every day is changing, you know. So uh, we'll have a brand new arena there, a locker rooms. Uh, it'll be a, you know, uh, right beside it will be our our state of the art practice facility. Um, uh, men and women's uh, basketball officers, the whole nine will be there. And that, and that opens up in April, uh, this coming April. So uh, that's going to be huge for recruiting, um, just moving forward um, and just, you know, our game day experience uh, here at Texas. And I know, I know coaches like to look one game at a time and you got an opener to prepare for, but I think everybody in college basketball is excited for, you know, that first Saturday of the season, Gonzaga, Texas, in Spokane, would be an incredible environment, obviously incredible talent on both teams. 
give us the uh, the early look ahead of what that game means for uh, for the program and what, what you guys are building early on. Yeah, you know, I, we always tell our guys, Kev, you know, the most important game is, is, is the next game on the schedule. Um, and so uh, we'll, we'll show Houston Baptist great, great, great uh, respect November 9th uh, as we open up the season. Um, and then, you know, I think it would be a highly anticipated game against Gonzaga who we have a, a, a ton of respect for, uh, great relationships uh, with their staff. Um, and so, um, obviously, they've, they've got a, a ton of talent as well. It'll be a highly competitive game. Um, hopefully, we can, you know, uh, put our best foot forward and, and uh, you know, live up to the bill. We know they will. So, hopefully, we can, you know, do our part and, and, and kind of make it a fun fun game. I don't, you know, obviously, no championship is won in November, but I think it'll be a really good uh, measuring uh, stick for both programs moving forward. Um, uh, whatever happens in that game, you know, and so uh, it'd be a, it'd be pretty exciting. Coach, you also have a game uh, where Rick Barnes, former head coach at Texas, comes home in the Big 12 SEC Challenge, uh, and then you have Big 12. Um, just talk about a little bit about what it's like coming into the season. You know, naturally, Texas Tech didn't necessarily have the preseason um, expectations always, although recently in recent years, Coach Beard has. There's so much excitement, so much buzz about this recruiting class. Just how are the guys? It seems like the guys are really grounded. Uh, you have so many older guys that play college basketball already that just are hungry, it seems like, to win uh, and not just necessarily put up points. Almost like an NBA team where they're a little bit older, they've already gotten their individual accolades. Talk about what that part about the team has been like, because it seems like it's been really impressive as far as uh, uh, just being able to gel and have a common mission. And obviously, Chris Beard talks about this in press conference as well. You haven't been punched in the mouth yet, so you yeah. don't know how that part reacts. But talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, you know, you know I, I think it's um, – it's one of those things that, man, it's, uh, we, 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 I think I have a good understanding that uh, they're playing for the University of Texas. Um, and, and, you know, we'll, we'll get everybody's best pop, you know, whereas, you know, some of these other universities that I've, I've worked, um, we've been able to kind of sneak up on some teams. We won't, we won't be able to sneak up on anybody this year. <laughs> everybody on the schedule will be ready to play. And so we, we've got to be our best every night and have that level of consistency. Um, and so that's another a big word uh, that we've used with our guys just in practice is just having that level of consistency. And I think if we can be consistent, um, you know, this year uh, in terms of our focus and our approach, um, I think we'll be able to, uh, you know, have the season that we all, we all dream of having. All right, last thing we got for you, man. We got fireside chats. We got all the fun. You got to tell us at least one funny story behind the scenes that goes down uh, there in Austin, Texas. It can be a practice story. It can be it can be a, a, a office story. Uh, it can be anything you want. But give, give us something um, before you go. I know we're putting you on the spot. Yeah, I mean, it's something that happens funny every day. I, I'll tell you this. Uh, probably we had a, uh, a Halloween lift. So the Friday before Halloween, um, we always, uh, you know, the guys and 
know, all the players and GAs would dress up in a costume. And so, <laughs> you know, we left at eight o'clock in the morning and man, I walked in the weight room, man, I almost, I mean, I, I just collapsed. Courtney Ramey has a, a bodysuit on and it's dressed <laughs> up like Jarrett Howard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was hilarious. Man, he, had, he had the walk going, he had the phone in his hand. I mean, Jarrett could do nothing but laugh, man. It was it was hilarious. But when he fell asleep, anybody that knows Jarrett, Jarrett could fall asleep anywhere, anytime, any place. And so when he he was talking, then all of a sudden he just sat down on the bench and he fell asleep, and then he woke back up. Man, it was just. It was hilarious, man. But no, nah, it's uh, that, that that was that was that was pretty good. That was good. That's awesome, man. We we appreciate it, man. We appreciate you taking the time. We know there's plenty of stuff you could be doing. Uh, we wanted to make sure we showed some love to, to the Longhorns before the season. And uh, yeah, just thanks so much for taking the time, man. We we look forward to the great things you guys are gonna do. I even got a little bit of burnt orange on today. Just because I'm living in Colorado. I don't, I don't care what you think. That, nah, that, that's a stretch. That's yeah, that's a stretch. I said a little bit. I said a little bit. A little that's bit. A stretch. No, the man, I appreciate you guys, man. Much respect for what you guys are doing uh, with the show and, and uh, what you guys are doing with, for, for the game of, of basketball, man. So much much respect to you guys, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Kevin, you got anything before you go? Will Kevin close it out? Nah, I, I got nothing other than the fact that uh, – like I said, it, it is a good time to be a Texas Longhorn. And I'm excited to see, see what you guys have started to build and continue to build throughout year one. So it's going to be a fun ride, and I uh, appreciate you joining us today. Kev, I appreciate it, man. Keep that energy, man. I like that. Even if we, we fall short, you know, we run out of time on a couple of these hey, games. My, my, early, my, don't, don't my give credibility is on the line, too. I got y'all number two, so live it up. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Let's see. I, I, hope, I hope we can be that good. Listen, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Colorado now. We hardly home. We always we repping a little bit. If I get a real if I get a real burnt orange shirt, I will wear it. This is like a different color orange. You know what I mean? Man, hey, well, no, I appreciate it, fellas. Yeah, thanks again. Well, there it is, number two by Kevin Sweeney and Jeff Goodman has a number two uh, ranked in the country. Uh, awesome job by Coach. He's yeah, he's going to be a head coach. I think people can see that the more you get to hear him talk and hear him talk about the game and see the things he's done, his career. Uh, but, yeah, man, exciting times in Austin, Texas. New arenas in the background. Uh, we don't have the full picture, but it's going to be rocking. Matthew McConaughey will be uh, in there as a director of hype or whatever his name is. Minister but, of Culture. Minister exactly, of Culture. Exactly, exactly, doing it for the culture. But uh should be an extremely exciting year. They'll get better and better. One thing about Chris Beard teams, they always get better as the year goes on. A ton of new guys. Uh, again, only four returners. I think 10 new guys, if I'm not mistaken. Only one guy that knows coaches' culture uh, and Avery Benson. So it's going to take some time. They're going to get better and better as the year goes on. And scary team come uh, conference play and come March that you're not going to want to see. Yeah, they're going to be dangerous. Like I said, when, when I'm picking them number two, it's not necessarily that they're going to be the second-best team week one of the year. Right. But you enter the NCAA tournament with the guys that they have, the talent they have. Once they get healthy, I know they're getting Dylan Deesu back healthy. He's a big time guy who I think will play in the NBA. Like, it's going to be scary, man. Especially if they start buying in on defense and playing hard, which you know they will for, for a guy like Beard. There's, there's, no, there's no if on that. There's no if. It's uh, more of a win. It's more of a it's, win. It's definitely a win. It's definitely a win. I was fortunate. So I was at Abilene Christian when Chris Beard was at McMurray. 
And so we were almost at the same staff. Joe Golding and Beard are obviously close friends. Uh, known Beard a long time. Um, myself. And I'll tell that story another another day. But, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome to see, man. He's, he's a master. Uh, obviously, has been well noted. But he's a master of culture and just getting those guys to buy in and spending the extra time. And just <clears throat> he's going to put the work in. He's going to put the time in. And the more the year goes on, um, they're just going to get better and better. So defense is not going to be a question about that. And obviously having a hundred points over a hundred points per game returning, they're going to be able to score points. Uh, it's going to be really competitive. I think seeing how guys handle not playing, <clears throat> you have a lot of guys who have proven themselves in college basketball already that aren't going to play the same type of minutes they're used to. Uh, but if anybody uh, could figure it out, it's going to be Chris Beard and that staff. So look forward to seeing what they do. Awesome to get an inside look into Austin, Texas, behind the curtain. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Very much so. Looking forward to it. And like I said, they're, they're, they're only counting Houston Baptist, but we all know that that Kentucky yeah. game that Saturday is going to be high stakes. And really the, the, the first awesome student section return. Because exactly. the two right. big games on opening night are at Madison Square Garden. No nope. offense to Madison Square Garden. It's not the same nope. as a college gym. Nope. And then you got not as many big games Wednesday night, Thursday night. There's a game at UCLA, UCLA Vill Villanova. But let me tell you, UCLA basketball fans, they, they don't party like uh, Gonzaga basketball fans. The kennel yeah. is crazy. And that if, if you want a, a pure college basketball scene, the 6,000 people squeezed into that gym to watch Texas Gonzaga opening, opening weekend on a college football Saturday, gonna be nothing better i'm excited oh, already going down well that's it for our number two kevin sweeney rated texas longhorns backstage oh we're gonna hoodie up it's hoodie season it's hoodie season we got sweeney in the building uh we're on halloween ladies and gentlemen we're pre we, we pre-recorded this but this will go out uh here soon and can't wait to see what the longhorns do exciting year for college basketball they probably have the most portal driven team in the country so we're going to get to see the the experiment firsthand. Chris Beard obviously took the Texas Tech Red Raiders to the national championship game with two grad transfers as kind of the key uh, component. So uh, he's going he's going to work his uh, his gumbo and put it in the pot, and we're going to see how it works out. But looking forward to it, man. It's going to be fun. Till next time, we. Have Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter. Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.